Welcome to China in Focus. I'm Tiffany Meyer. There's a major shift happening in how the U.S. views warfare. The Pentagon recently publishing a report noting U.S. adversaries intend to win without fighting. The U.S. has historically viewed war through the lens of peace or all-out conflict. While for many countries, war is viewed on a continuum. Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff General Mark Milley writing in the report's forward, if the United States does not compete effectively against adversaries, it could lose without fighting. In today's special episode, we sat down with Casey Fleming, CEO of advisory firm Black Ops Partners, to find out just how significant of a shift this is, what it means going forward, and how each American is involved. Casey Fleming, thank you so much for joining us. Great to have you back on the show. Thanks for having me. So I want to begin with this new report out that the Pentagon has published a new joint concept for competing, and it's warning that adversaries aim to win without fighting. So why is this a big deal? What's so significant about this? This really is a big deal. Um, every American needs to understand what this really means. Basically, it's the Pentagon waking up to the fact that war is not just peace or war. Uh, it's binary, on or it's off, the way that our Pentagon has seen it in the past. So our adversaries view war on a continuum, and they're fighting everything short of war. Yes, conventional war is significant and important, and we have to be prepared for it, but there's all this continuum leading up to conventional war, which is really called unrestricted warfare. And that's weakening the United States by anything that uh, the Chinese Communist Party can do, along with Russia, Iran, North Korea, Pakistan, and a few others, um, which is fentanyl, social media like TikTok, uh, you know, economics, stealing intellectual property, all these types of things. This is listed in this press release. So this press release is something very serious for every American to get uh, to get knowledge on and to pass it among their families, peers, colleagues, and so on. Again, this is a seminal paradigm shift in the way that the Pentagon sees war and that the war is at the front lines of this war is actually our companies, our economy, which is our companies, uh, and our civilians. So it's very, very critical. And Casey, you mentioned the term unrestricted warfare, and in this release it also mentions that exact same term in reference to this book published by two Chinese colonels back in 1999. So what is unrestricted warfare? How would you sum this up? Unrestricted warfare is no rules. That's really what unrestricted means. It means no rules. So it means attacking uh, uh, the civilians it, it, and everything we stand for, everything that holds our society together, everything to weaken us and to win without fighting. And that's really what this article is. It's to win without fighting. And that's what unrestricted warfare is. When I mentioned TikTok, fentanyl, uh, uh, just you name it, going after stealing intellectual property and taking entire industries and putting them over in China, um, which is like solar panels, energy windmills, uh, you know, you name it. Those are all U.S. technologies, and now you can't get them unless you you purchase them through China. Um, 
so basically it's uh you know th this article also says that uh, more of the same is not enough in other words more conventional kinetic war is not enough the, the military has to plan for this whole uh, unrestricted warfare which is everything but or everything short of conventional war to weaken your adversary and remember when i say adversary the military still likes to call it competition let me tell you it's absolutely war when the Chinese Communist Party refers to it as war, then by golly, it's war. Make no mistake. All this, you know, all this wordsmithing that the Pentagon does, it doesn't help us and it doesn't help the American people. It is war. And when the Chinese Communist Party says their number one adversary, their number one enemy, again, the word is enemy that they use to their own population, then by God, we're their eminent, that we are their enemy. And there's no mistake on that. And with that, Casey, going forward, how do you see the U.S. changing in terms of its techniques and tactics for fighting? You are going to see now that the Pentagon has finally woken up, you're going to see more of a whole of nation response to a whole of nation attack against us. So you're going to see that the military is going to be aligning much more with the private sector in, in saying, hey, look, how do we all work on this thing together? This is a concept and a charge that really was leveled in 2020 by the National Counterintelligence at that time, Bill Evanina. And it's the National Counterintelligence Strategy back in 2020. But it's actually taken this long for the military, the Pentagon, to wake up to that fact that we must have a whole of nation response in, uh, to a whole of nation uh, warfare attacked again attack again it's unrestricted warfare um, you know our adversaries are using combinations of military and civil power uh, to expand the competitive space and we have to do the same thing in responding not just to defend ourselves but we need to be attacking them as well on an offensive position We've spent too much time defending ourselves and not putting them on the back of their heels. They spent their time putting us on our heels. It's time that we go on the offensive as well and do the same thing to them that they're doing to us. So there's, uh, you know, this whole thing about uh, economic statecraft and uh, you know, emerging statecraft with the economic theft and, and economic challenge, we have to uh, have a whole of nation response and reply with that, and again, offensively. And Casey, it seems in some areas, you know, when we look at things coming out of China, there's a lot of cooperation in terms of scientific apparatuses, but then often in China you see something called dual use, where there's a civilian use, but there's also a military use. And then right, right with this Chinese spy balloon we saw recently, China's like, no, that's a weather balloon, and yet it passed over all our sensitive military sites. In the U.S., we saw recently these green laser beams over Hawaii that China said was to look at Pollutants, and then many military experts are saying, well, that's also great if you want to send a hypersonic glide vehicle through. So how do we read this going forward and what should we use in terms of these terms that are being used? We need to learn that this is, and the way we need to assess this, that this is war. This is full-scale war that's going on by the Chinese Communist Party with the help and support of the Russians, the Irans, North Koreans, Pakistan, and the Taliban. So we have to wake up to this fact. Sending laser beams is not to track pollutants, okay, over Hawaii. Why are they concerned with pollutants over Hawaii? 
um, and instead of their own country or other areas as well. This is basically, these are threats by the Chinese Communist Party to weaken our sovereign country and our sovereign state. Same thing with the spy balloon. The spy balloon, you can absolutely be rest assured, it was a full-blown electronics uh, surveillance measure, uh, but it's what they say in their narrative, which is plausible deniability. Um, when you're thinking about the Chinese Communist Party and you understand a communist regime, the old saying is, if their lips are moving, they're lying. And that's the same thing. So the point that we have to look at with the Chinese Communist Party, we advise companies. Uh, we advise the Fortune 1000. We advise foreign governments, allied foreign, go foreign governments. And we're seeing a lot of companies now decouple from not just Russia, which happened a year ago. We're seeing them decouple from China because they're realizing that the CCP has already been decoupling. And they, our companies want to decouple on our terms instead of the CCP's terms. Uh, so when I say the CCP, when you do business with China, you're doing business with the Chinese Communist Party. There's only one China, and it's completely controlled by the Chinese Communist Party. So again, companies, uh, they're realizing that their investments, whether it's plants, whether it's dual use, uh, whether it's uh, uh, dual development, they're realizing that they're at much more risk than they were a year ago. And so they're putting plans in place uh, with, counter with counterintelligence and corporate counter counterintelligence to decouple. That was Casey Fleming, CEO of advisory firm Black Ops Partners. And after a break, we hear more from him on how decoupling would play out. From strategic to complete, what kind of decoupling is happening right now and how does it affect us? The answer is if not if, it's when and it's happening now. It's not on our terms. It needs to be on our terms. It needs to be done through friend shoring. All the countries that are aligned in uh, liberty, democracy, free world, and freedom. That and more in just a minute here on China in Focus. Welcome back to China in Focus. I'm Tiffany Meyer. We continue our coverage with Casey Fleming, CEO of advisory firm Black Ops Partners. How would an economic decoupling play out between China and the U.S.? From strategic to complete, what kind of decoupling is happening right now and how does it affect us? And Casey, speaking of decoupling, it seems often there's the term strategic decoupling. And then also many on the other side will point to how intertwined the American and Chinese economies are and say that's a huge difference from, say, during the Soviet Union, the Cold War. So how likely is a complete decoupling to occur? The answer is if not if, it's when and it's happening now. It's not on our terms. It needs to be on our terms. It needs to be done through friend shoring. All the countries that are aligned in uh, liberty, democracy, free world and freedom, uh, those countries should be uh, buoyed up and grown with the friend shoring piece of it because all this is being dictated by the Chinese Communist Party and their alliance with uh, Russia, Iran, North Korea, Pakistan and so on. So you're seeing this whole thing play out and companies are finally realizing that their investments with China are are at risk and not just at risk they're at extreme risk in fact china just got rid of or just has announced that they are kicking out all of the u.s auditors the uh, the u.s consulting firms uh and saying we don't need these auditors anymore we're going to use our own auditors so that's decoupling at, at the highest level uh 
So, you know, when you're looking at decoupling and, and our, our economies are aligned, that's been our mistake. We've built China. They actually have a saying that they say uh, back in the day, they have a saying, be careful raising a baby tiger. Someday it'll grow up and it will eat you. And that's exactly what we've done. So it's not a matter of decoupling and that it's too big to decouple. When you're in a war, think about that. And we are in a war. And when this does go to conventional warfare, kinetic warfare, what are you going to do with decoupling at that point? Whose terms are you going to be on with decoupling at that point? So the point is companies are now having to actually look at that entire piece of it. And from China being strong enough to wage this unrestricted war as well as the conventional war piece of it. But at the same time, companies also need to be planning for the demise or the implosion of China with their economy. So either way, whether it's decoupling, whether it's unrestricted war, which we're in forever with China, as long as the CCP is in power, we will have this forever war on a continuum and on it's it's not a win, uh, a win or lose. It's it's going to be a constant constant uh, pressure on the free world that we have to deal with. So those are all things that have to be considered. But this article brings it all to the forefront. This is a seminal article. It's a paradigm shift with what uh, those of us who have been in the counterintelligence uh, sector for a long time uh, have been waiting for. We've been waiting for the, the Pentagon to finally wake up and say, OK, we see it now. We see this whole unrestricted warfare thing, and it's not just a conventional or kinetic war issue. And going back to your little baby tiger and then the fully grown tiger analogy really quickly, given if we use that analogy that China or communist China is now this big tiger, what should the U.S. be doing in terms of countering that? It seems this Pentagon release is a good step in that direction, but what are the other steps that need to be taken? Uh, we need to be decoupling. We need to stop investment in China, whether it's financial plants, technology, any of that type of stuff. We need to stop investing in China. Uh, we need to uh, absolutely shut down uh, leading ed tech technology sales or collaboration with China, whether it's in our universities, whether it's Silicon Valley, AI, quantum computing, and so on. Let me just ask the question, would you really want to be giving technology to uh, Nazi Germany uh, a year or two before World War II breaks out? This is the same thing that we're talking about now, only this time it's World War II all over again, but at the speed of technology and the stealth of unrestricted warfare. And it's in a, and from a factor of about 100x of World War II, because technology is, is, it can affect everyone, all the way down to social media, where it's reprogramming our children, their values, to hate their country, to hate their parents, to hate their schools, uh, and to be addicted to social media with dopamine and all that type of stuff, and where they can't think critically. And, uh, and all that. So this is war. This absolutely is war. And again, this article really is a paradigm shift for every American to get behind. Send this article uh, to everybody that you know. It's, uh, it's, this is the wake up call that America has been waiting for. Not just the balloon. This probably was precipitated by the balloon incident. The balloon really was the aha moment. It was this generation's Pearl Harbor event. And this, this article very well could have been prompted from the balloon event. So you're seeing all these things happen. Uh, uh, 
these data points that continue to happen, and there's only one answer to it, and it's unrestricted warfare that is happening first and foremost, the front lines is every American civilian and every American company, company business, as well as our free world civilians and free world uh, companies as well, the economies, because that's, that's, how our, that's how our national security and securities for our uh, free world allies, it's how we fund our national securities through our economies and our businesses. And that's why the Chinese Communist Party is stealing IP every chance that they can possibly get to, to take that company and bring it over to China and then take the entire industry at some point and put it into China under the control of the CCP and their their demand and their strategy to take over the world. That's really what we're talking about here. It's total world domination and there is no coexistence in the Chinese Communist Party. There's only one Chinese Communist Party and they have a saying also that there's, uh, there's only room for one tiger on a mountain and uh, that will be the Chinese Communist Party if we don't wake up and uh, address it uh, directly. And Casey, for people who want to maybe read this Pentagon release themselves or they're curious about unrestricted warfare, what that means and want more information, where would they go to find all of this? We get that question all the time. They say, hey, look, this is all great. I believe what you're telling me, but give me more information. Give me more data. Give me more data points. So we post articles on our company page on LinkedIn. So go to LinkedIn, go to our company page, which is Black Ops Partners, and click follow us. And you'll get articles, like a half a dozen articles every day on this whole thing called unrestricted warfare. And it'll give you the detail that you need to make your own decisions. Casey Fleming, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. That was Casey Fleming, CEO of advisory firm Black Ops Partners. Thanks for watching China In Focus. I'm Tiffany Meyer. If you have any feedback on the show or have something you'd like to see us cover, send us an email at chinainfocus at ntd.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for watching. See you soon.